0: Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off a checkout at C4Energy.com. The 2023 season series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available what is going on everybody welcome back to the Clydesdale media presents the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games season and we are finishing up our quarterfinal wrap-ups last one with miss sydney michalish sydney how you doing
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm good um but before we went on air you were saying that you have to play with your dog because yeah. is it a he or she
1: oh He just left. He'll come back. He, his name's Deacon. He's very high maintenance.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I was doing laundry today and my dog found his treats and ate the whole bag.
1: Oh my gosh. See, he wouldn't do that. He's not food driven. He likes to just play with this little spiky ball.
0: (laughs) My dog has a rubber llama.
1: Oh, that's really cute. Dogs are the best.
0: <laughs> and that that is his favorite toy. And uh Deacon is on the tiny side. Walter is as well.
1: Oh, how big's Walter?
0: Walter is well, he's part Chihuahua, part Yorkie.
1: No so, way. Oh my gosh. So
0: he he's about 20 pounds.
1: Okay. Yeah, Deacon's a Yorkie. He's five pounds.
0: Yeah. He, so I, I've said this a few times on the show, but Walter has the black and brown fur and looks like a mini Rottweiler.
1: Really? Oh my gosh. That's so cute.
0: And he thinks he is and he's not.
1: Okay. That's adorable. I love that. I'll have to see. If-
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll send you one. He's the cutest. That is the only thing that has saved his life over these last two years is that he is the cutest dog ever.
1: <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> but, um, I digress. Um, you are still in Canada and I, what I've realized, and I, my, this show, we're following athletes through the season. Most of my athletes are Canadian.
1: Yeah. You were saying that. That's awesome.
0: And so, um, yeah, I don't know how that's happened, but like my favorite athletes apparently for are from above North of the border. Oh,
1: that's awesome. I love that.
0: So, uh, so you're up in Winnipeg, you've had to do some stuff with visas and all that crazy stuff. How much does that affect your season or is it just part of playing the game?
1: Um, it hasn't affected my season at all. Um, I think it was only, I'm kind of happy it happened when it did just because the logistics were very stressful. Um, and I'm kind of thankful that I'm kind of dealing with this now. Like I would have liked to have dealt with it in the off season, but it's not the way it played out. So to have it happen over quarterfinals definitely made my quarterfinals weekend very stressful. And then especially being here. So it wasn't an ideal situation, but I feel like I handled it and everything's good. So yeah, that makes any sense.
0: So uh, Jody Lynn says, hi, Sydney. Hi. Go ahead and pop that up for you. Um, And hi, Jody welcome to the show and uh is it it's so funny because i was just i literally got off the air with kelly baker 20 minutes before we jumped on the air and she had like a hiccup in in the last workout and we talked about the silver lining of that and i and i kind of see that with you and all this stuff you have to deal with now isn't it good because you never know when those wrinkles are going to come and to kind of have practice with a wrinkle during quarterfinals where it didn't matter as much and kind of like you learn how to deal with it is that a good thing
1: i think so i think so i'm i'm really happy like always when you're in it you're like you can never see it but once you're out of it you're like i'm really happy that this happened and i'm i'm actually kind of happy that i didn't have like i guess the most ideal quarterfinals weekend for myself just because like now looking back, I'm like, okay, I can compete under stress. I can compete well when I'm not feeling like myself and there's other things going on and just having things be not perfect. So I'm kind of happy the way it did, like looking back at it. Cause now I'm like, doesn't really matter what happens during semis. Like feel like I'm, I'm ready, can handle it. You know?
0: Yeah. Because a lot of people, they, they control the environment at quarterfinals with everything around them. And so they're kind of in this bubble and at semis, you have no control over that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think it's, I think next, it's good practice.
0: Yeah. I think it's a great thing almost, um, kind of get that out of the way and kind of put that behind you. And now semifinals are a clear run.
1: Yeah. little little adversity in the quarters and, and now I'm just kind of fired up and ready to get after it.
0: So I know with visas, it's, it gets to be confusing. Do you know when you're going to be able to get back to Boston?
1: Yeah, I should be back with very soon. Like I'm accepted. I'm just waiting for it to come in the mail at this point. So I wouldn't say much longer than a week probably. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then are you, are you excited to get back to your training partners, your coach?
1: Very, very, I miss them so much. Yeah. I'm very excited.
0: I think I saw an Instagram post where you like penciled yourself into a picture they took during <laughs> no, quarterfinals.
1: No, Garrett penciled me in.
0: Oh, okay. okay.
1: Yeah, which I thought was super sweet. But yeah, there was there was a big training camp. Uh, or sorry, not a training camp. They had um, quite a few athletes um, go to any for that weekend, and I after I like saw the picture and I was like, oh, are you okay? <coughs> My dog just like sneezed. Could you hear that? No. Okay. That was really funny. It doesn't (laughs) sound funny now that you can't hear it, but my sister's laughing. (laughs) Anyway, what was I talking about?
0: (laughs) We were talking about the picture where they penciled you in.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I was like, after when I saw those pictures, I was like, oh my gosh. And then Jared penciled me in. So that was very nice. So I feel like I was there.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got to do, you got to do workout, you got to do the open in Boston.
1: Just, just week one.
0: Oh, just week one. That's right. Um, and it looked like you were having a blast Yeah. and then, and then you get, you have to come up here and then, but you still get to be around family. Like that's gotta be some, some goodness to that. Right.
1: Yeah. It was actually really nice because my parents and my sister got to watch almost all of my, well, someone at least was at every single thing. I had like my mom and my grandparents come to like week two of the open. And then my dad came and watched week three. And then I had both parents there for every single quarterfinals workout. They were helping me with the camera. They were my team (laughs) over the weekend. And my sister, she was taking photos. um, And my parents were setting up all the cameras and doing that. So it was really nice. It was a little Nicolation family effort weekend. (laughs) They definitely stepped up. They like took the day off work and stuff. So it was, it was good.
0: So we were having a discussion on our, I think it was our round table. How many cameras do you have running when you do a workout?
1: Um, For quarters, I do three. Yeah. Just in case you don't want to make that come to chance, you know, for the open. I just do one, because you can redo it. Like it's not a big deal. Um, But for quarters, I've, I had three going.
0: Yeah. Cause you, you have a much more limited time frame to get all the workouts in. Um, we were talking about it because people were making comments about posted videos and I'm like, I'm telling you, they have more than one camera on them at a time. And to make a judgment call on one video that you saw posted doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only, the one that was submitted to even CrossFit.
1: Yeah. You never know. It's, You definitely have three cameras at three similar angles, but you, you try and use the one that's like, that captures the best of, of all of the movements, but it's, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to judge on one clip of one angle for sure.
0: And that one you submit to to CrossFit may not be the best one for like your social media or your, um, your YouTube channel either. Right. Because you're so far away or you're right. So, yeah, I think as a, as a community, we need to be careful about the judgments made on certain videos. Cause it may not be the one that actually was submitted. That yeah. was all we were talking about. Cause I know I was at w- at the open Rudy, who is the master's athlete who won last year and we're following him. He has four cameras on him, even for the open. Really? Like he just, he's like, I do not want to leave anything to chance. And it's more his wife. I will say It's not really him. His wife is like, I don't want anything to go wrong.
1: That's smart. That's really smart. You, you might as well have more than, than less. And like, I think on, for me, workout two, one of my cameras didn't work. So it's like, okay, like there's a reason why you have a backup or multiple or yeah, I think I had two cameras going for like the first and second event. And then on workout three, I did them in reverse order. So the third workout, one of my cameras didn't record. And I was like, okay, from here on out, we're using three cameras. I don't trust two anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've asked a lot of people like that's more stressful than the actual workout.
1: Yeah. And 100% the setup, the making sure your layouts, right. Making sure you have the weights, like your cameras, that's the stressful part. You almost have to be able to like manage that just so you can like work
0: out. We also were talking about some camps hired judges that judge at the games, hmm. judge at semifinals to come into their camp and judge. So their athletes would have immediate feedback. It kind of backfired because some of those athletes got penalties, even though they were judged by games athlete James games judges during that event. Really? But I think to just, if you're an elite athlete, that CrossFit should certify judges and say, these people are good. And if you don't want to worry about the video submission, you can hire one of these judges to come in, judge your workouts, and they will be validated because they are a certified judge. And then you don't have to worry about videotaping the measurements because they, the judge will make sure all of that is correct before. It goes in. I think that clears up a lot of headaches in the CrossFit season.
1: I think that, I think that would be cool, but only if everyone could have that, you know, cause I feel like there'd yeah. be definitely a clear advantage if someone, you know, yeah. cause that would clear, like you said, that would clear up so much headache, but if you couldn't get one of those judges, then I feel like that would be like, Ugh.
0: so, so that's the world I came from. I was a judge. Um, for years um, at the regional level.
1: Okay.
0: Um, and like that pool of judges is huge and it's from oh. all over the world.
1: So you could like a lot of athletes. So I, okay.
0: like I've judged at Rogue and they, the the year, the COVID year, Rogue did it and they had, they had shipped us. Rogue paid for us to go to an athlete's gym and judge them during Rogue.
1: That's super cool. I feel like, I feel like that's something that like they should look into for the future. Cause that would be, yeah. So helpful on like judging over video. Cause it's definitely not seamless.
0: Well, and it's, then you don't have to redo the workout, right? It because you, you're getting immediate feedback. If, if it's a no rep, you can f- adjust on the fly.
1: Yes, exactly. It's always, that's the scariest part in quarters is like doing a workout and then just like not knowing um especially this year with the v ups the standard was very tricky reading um there was a few things that you like didn't know and then you did the work and you're like well i don't know right and then you like try and submit it early so in the off chance that maybe they'd review it early and you'd get feedback so then you could uh potentially redo it but that never happens like it takes a day or two to get it validated um but yeah that's definitely the the hardest part is not getting that immediate feedback for sure.
0: So Jody has a question. Is coach B still one-on-one with you daily while you're away? Or do you have another coach and actually your main coach is Jarrett.
1: Yeah. So I work with Jarrett. like, well, when I'm there, like he's with me for every single workout. Like I work with him every day for almost every piece that I do. Um, And then when I'm here, I I FaceTime him every day. And we text throughout this stuff, so I'm working with them, and I do work with Ben too. But Jarrett's with me for like most of my training pieces. He writes my programming, and then Ben and Jarrett float around the gym when I'm there too. So, but when I'm when I'm here, um, it's still it's still my usual programming, just over Facetime, you know, from afar.
0: And does Jared have many other athletes? Do you...
1: Yeah. So there's a few at the gym that he coaches. And then he has, um, quite a few remote athletes as well.
0: So when you're there with him, mm-hmm. do you, do you feel like you get enough attention? Um, apparently you do. Cause you're like, you're still with him. I I guess I'm externally processing this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but
1: No, I, I always joke because I'm like, I I always tell him, I'm like, I feel like I'm super needy, (laughs) but no, I, I feel like I, I get a lot. I get a lot of Jarrett time throughout the day. Like I definitely get a lot of attention and I need that. Like, I feel like every athlete is different and I'm definitely an athlete that wants that. Like, I want someone that watches all of my stuff. I want my coach to know me better than me know me. You know what I mean? Like, I want them to be able to watch every piece that they can so they can just have all this information and data and know how I move and all this type of stuff and even at the end of the day like if I'm doing a conditioning piece at the end of the day that he doesn't need to watch um and he goes home I'll I'll text him how that work how that piece went so even if he didn't see it he's getting information on how it went so yeah I definitely like a lot of, I guess you could use the word attention. I feel like that's a funny word, but I, I like that as an athlete. I, I feel like I work better that way. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and just being around the sport for so long, like I've seen different interactions with coaches and athletes and stuff, and I guess attention probably isn't the right word, but I didn't know how to. Yeah. I don't know what other
1: word to you, that's why I, I use the word needy, but that one doesn't work either.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you finished quarterfinals weekend. It, it wasn't ideal. You're, you were in Winnipeg. Um, looking back, how critical have you been on your performance
1: I think. I was, or do
0: you just move on?
1: Yeah, I think I've done a, a pretty good job after the fact of moving on, like being, being proud of my efforts because that, didn't change and being proud of the things that like I did on that weekend and like my effort and all that type of stuff. So good with that. I think I did not such a great job. I think I was being really hard on myself during, and I know I was because I was constantly like questioning myself after like workouts. Like I just wasn't be, I wasn't confident. Like I just was being really, really hard on myself during, and I kind of, straighten that out like on the last day. Um, but after I feel like after like processing the weekend and being like, no, said you did fine. Like you're okay. <laughs> I can kind of be like proud of my efforts and I can move forward. But I definitely am hard on myself sometimes, especially during.
0: Yeah, I and and you said it during our interviews that like the first couple workouts were really not in your wheelhouse. But they were, it was good for you to know where, how far you would come in -hmm. some of those movements. And then your placement improved dramatically as the weekend went on. Yeah. Um, Because you finished with, I'm trying to see here, uh, 23rd, 16th, first in the West. Mm -hmm. Um, And you you said the first one was going to be your worst workout. It was the 49th and then a 39th then 23rd, then 16th and first.
1: Yeah. I knew that last
0: one.
1: So I liked that last one when I saw the, the floor layout.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You convinced me that was going to be your best workout.
1: Yeah. I like, I like pulling, pulling gymnastics.
0: So you say you beat yourself up during, do you ever, again, I'm going to externally process this (laughs) because I just talked to Kelly about this where she had like her first four events were great. She got to the fifth event and she was beating herself up before she even started. Do you ever have those moments where like your head just starts taking over and you've got to tell it like just shut up?
1: Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, that happened to me like before I started um I did workout three the first uh as my second piece so I did that first thing Friday morning and I just wasn't in a great headspace and I know that now. And I think I was just worrying about so many things outside of my control and just feeling like I didn't know what was going on. Cause I felt like alone. I didn't have any other athletes to go off of. I just kind of was like, uh, you know, and I definitely was beating myself up before that workout. Um, and then also just like not knowing how the first score was going to go. And these are all things that like I work on as to like, you can't control these things and they don't matter but sometimes like we're not perfect. Like they do get to you, you know what I mean? But I think it's about like realizing it and then and then just kind of like taking a step back and then coming in the next workout and being like, okay, no, you got this. And just kind of like moving forward. But we will have those, those moments, especially before.
0: Uh, so Elise is admiring your lighting. You're in the golden hour with the sun oh. coming in the window. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's really warm right here. That's why I'm sitting here. I was, I'm sweat, or um, my sweat has dried from the gym, and I was cold.
0: <laughs> gotcha. So, speaking of sun, and this is kind of off topic, but we we always we always say that like in Miami, you you did not have a tan, uh, uh-uh. and and it was bad. You went to Calgary. You actually tried to get some sun. Was it warm enough in Canada? um to get some sun no (laughs) no
1: it wasn't warm enough it i mean it was a hot tub so it was like i don't know what is in fahrenheit but i think it was like maybe like plus one celsius outside so i don't know what that is in fahrenheit my sister's like 34 33 33
0: Yeah, I I said 34. I I was close.
1: Yeah, so like it's not warm. No. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but okay. Yeah, however you get the sun in Canada. I mean, I guess that's what you you have to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was nice for like, because it was kind of like, like the buildings kind of blocked off the wind. So if you kind of just sitting in the sun, it wasn't bad.
0: I will take your word for that. (laughs) <laughs> the older I get, the more I hate the cold. Yeah. Like my joints don't move. I hurt. I'm just like, yeah. And we, it has not been warm here in Ohio. No, I will say that.
1: What's it? The, what's
0: the, the last two days, the last two days yeah. it's been all right. Is it um, like, I think it was like 55, 60 yesterday. <laughs> and then today was about 55, but it's supposed to be 70. By next week?
1: See, that's warm. That's... That's yeah, really... that's
0: warm. Yeah, but we have not seen that yet. That's just what they're predicting, and that's what we're no, hoping for. No, 50's warm. Oh, 50's warm?
1: I wish it was 50 here. Like our high like
0: yeah. Yeah, but we were down at that like 33, 34, just like you guys last week.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think today was like, like 3 Fahrenheit. For a high. For a
0: high. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jody said, thank God for sisters.
1: Pardon?
0: Jody said, thank God for sisters.
1: Yeah. She's sitting right here. The, she's talking to
0: yeah, you. <laughs> Sorry. To, yeah. To do the conversions for us.
1: Yeah. She's like, I'll look it up.
0: So now you're getting ready for Pasadena. You, you finished, I think it's 14th in the West but I think there's at least one team member ahead of you. So you'll probably move up a little. Um, but everything is locked now. So we know that you're good to go. Yeah. Um, What do, what do the next eight weeks look like for you?
1: Basically the, the next eight weeks are just like, just super dialed in and super focused on every aspect of, training and recovery, nutrition, mindset, like, just we're, we're um, getting back to how we were training before, um, I guess, quarters, and we're adding a few pieces in. So we're at, like, the peak of our volume and intensity for the year, which is really exciting. Um, so it's just being really deliberate and focused on, like, each piece of the day, making sure warm up and cool down prioritized, and then just everything in between, just it's the most like dialed in time of the year, which is super exciting. So just that I'll be doing that for the next eight weeks. Nothing crazy.
0: (laughs) Do you, do you feel more dialed in getting ready for semis or for the games?
1: So I feel like it's, it's both. It's just different for me personally. Um, I feel like once I feel like the games is like a continuation off. I feel like the buildup from quarters to semis. It's like, it's the beginning and then the games is almost like a continuation of it because you have more, you have, is it more time? No, it's about the same time. I don't know. I can't really think, but.
0: Yeah. It's a tad bit longer, but not like yeah. maybe a week longer between semis and the games.
1: Yeah. So basically it's like the difference between getting ready for quarters and then getting ready for semis is like drastic. But the difference for me, I think, between getting ready for semis is, and the games is like less drastic. We just change the way we train and the intensity and the pieces that we do from semis to games. Um, but I guess it stays, I stay dialed in from semis to the games, if that answers your question.
0: And really the the main difference from what I've heard from athletes is that when you're getting ready for the games, it's more diverse right you you need to add in the odd objects and the swimmings yeah. and the all that kind of stuff and it probably makes training more fun where semifinal training is very narrowed into kind of like what is to be expected mm-hmm. um although i don't know if we even have a clue what to expect with boz um because um nothing has been expected at this point i shouldn't say nothing but there's been a lot of new stuff
1: Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be very CrossFit really like, like he programs really good CrossFit, but I do think that it's, we do need to expect some, a few wild things. So I'm excited.
0: The good news is you have judges at semifinals that have been doing this a long time and they're more equipped to handle new movements from a judging perspective yeah. Which then in turn helps the athlete because you get that immediate feedback.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I think it's crazy throwing these new movements at affiliate judges.
1: <laughs>
0: Personally, just saying.
1: Yeah, it definitely raises raises the stress level of everyone around.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, you take one online course and hey, we're doing a whole new standard for handstand pushups, whole new standard for V-ups. Good luck.
1: Yeah, that was tough. That was tough.
0: And now try counting crossover single-enders. Yeah. Uh, Elise asks, what is the one move you would love to see at semis?
1: Ooh. Well, I always love some legless rope climbs. <laughs> we had those last year, but if they wanna, if they want to show up again... Um, in any format, I'll take, I'll take legless rope climbs. I would also love to see, um, like a one rep max snatch. That would be really cool. I've never done that in live competition before. So I would love, I would love to see that, um, maybe a rower rowing some toes to bar some muscle ups, anything like that.
0: Yeah. Looking at the leaderboard, I would say uh, chest to bar bar muscle ups rope climbs deadlifts cuz you crushed that workout.
1: Thanks. Yeah, anything anything <laughs> like that. But any anything that they want to want to throw at us I'm cool with. I'll be ready.
0: So you've never done a one rep snatch in competition? No. That seems crazy.
1: I know. So wow. the my first year, so 2021 semifinal, um, we had a snatch ladder workout and it ended at 165 for max reps. And then um, didn't make the cut at the games. So, or I, yeah, I didn't make that. I got cut at the games, so I didn't get to snatch at the games. And then last year was the clean and jerk complex at semis. And then the strength event at the games was the sandbag, so I haven't I haven't done any snatches yet.
0: And not even like Wadapalooza wasn't a snatch either, or no, it yeah.
1: was jerk this year. Yeah. So I'm yeah, and... down. I've never snatched in front of like a live audience before, so that would be fun.
0: It's 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 hard for me to remember or to to put in perspective that a lot of the younger athletes were coming up during COVID and you guys didn't have the off season competitions to do other things.
1: Yeah, not really. I think my first off season comp was like Wadapalooza 2020. That was like my first one, but I was in the RX division. And then after that it was COVID. So then the rest of the year I didn't do any. So that was kind of my, my only one.
0: So Jody says, weren't you there when Annie did that incredible snatch? And I
1: was, but I was cut.
0: Yeah. And that's when they cut to 20, correct? Yeah. Because you finished like 24th and 21. I'm going yeah, off memory. That year. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Man, that that's too big of a cut. I'm sorry. I, I'm glad they're only cutting to 30 now.
1: Let, let some people... Those events at the at the end of the weekend because I think it will greatly influence the
0: leaderboard for sure. I agree, I agree. When they cut to ten, it was awful. For two days, there was just no movement on the leaderboard at all. I'm glad they they have not done that since. Um. Well, with that, we want to thank you so much for doing this with us. Thank you. Uh, thus far, uh, we will be in Pasadena. Um, there, it will be more documentary style. We will be filming your workouts. We will be getting quick quotes from you, not like long sit down interviews. Um, we may do something after that before the games, but um, I can't wait to get more artistic with our conversations and your workouts and put that on video for the audience. i super stoked for that.
1: Me too. That sounds great.
0: So with that, everybody, thank you so much for jumping in the chats. I love the questions and we will see everybody next time on the Clydesdale meets the Clydesdale media meets the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit games season. (laughs)